0: we're continuing and hopefully completing our review of Chobetz HaVav B'Tachon. We discussed that in the Psicha, Rabbi Bachya told us the 10 benefits of B'Tachon. The first parak, Rabbi Bachya told us, what is B'Tachon? In the second parak, Rabbi Bachia gave us the seven characteristics that are prerequisites for someone to be worthy of being relied upon. And we went through each and every one and explained how they can only apply by Hashem. In the third parak, Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar gave us five different ways that we can build inspiration in ourselves to be able to inculcate ourselves with betachon. In the fourth parak, Rabbi told us when do we apply betachon, where, when, how, and gave us seven different applications, some in olam hazeh for olam Hazah, some in olam Hazah for olam, olam, olam haba, and some regarding olam haba exclusively. In the fifth parak, Rabbi told us the seven differences that are apparent and can be seen very clearly between a person who's a Baal b'tachon, a person who relies on Hashem, and a person who doesn't rely on Hashem, and how amazing it is, and how truly different a Baal b'tachon is. In the sixth paragraph we discussed how we answer back to a person who was one of the differences in between a Baal b'tachon and a non-Baal B'teuchun, a person who's a Baal Mashkanta. He's a good person, but he says, when I have everything I need, that's when I'll be able to fully, fully develop and devote myself to Hashem and rely completely on Hashem. And he gave us seven different answers for that. We're now in the final parak, the seventh parak. And Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar says, we've discussed all the wonderful things, what betachon does, how it works, how to apply it. Let's look at what takes away from betachon. What are the detractions? And explains that the first detractions we're going to see right away are the same ones that apply to the previous parakim, the previous sha'arim, sha'ar yichud, for someone to understand the oneness of Hashem, sha'ar b'china, for someone to be able to understand that every single thing where Hashem falls in, and sha'ar v'orosil kim, where we have to serve Hashem. He says, there are a few major Things that we say right away. When a person is lacking his full emunah, he can't have those. Same here. If a person is lacking their emunah, their trust in Hashem, you're not going to be able to get to the level of betachon. If a person is lacking an appreciation for all that Hashem does, if a person is not able to devote himself properly to be a, Ovid Hashem, a, servant, a servant of Hashem, or if a person is arrogant, then he says, what about specifically for betachon? What is going to detract from betachon? He explains, the first thing is, when we don't understand the koach, the power of Hashem, the midos tofus that Hashem has, how he treats us and how he deals with us, the, the, the rachamim, the mercy that Hashem has on us, the way Hashem is constantly protecting over us, watching over us, controlling every single thing, and making sure everything goes well. If a person doesn't realize that, he's not going to be able to have proper betachon. Continues on, he says, if a person's ignorant to the fact that the Torah clearly says that a person has to have betachon, the Pesach says, no test me in this, God gives an opportunity, and he says, b'chubah Hashem adiyad. Rely upon Hashem forever. If a person's lacking that, they'll never be able to build proper betachon. And finally, if a person looks at the so a person looks at the actions, he looks at his boss, he looks at his job, he looks at whatever brings him sustenance, whatever brings him health, and he thinks that these are the things, the ones closest to me, the one right before it hits me, is what affects me, he'll never be able to have proper betachon. Because similar to a king, when a king wants to instruct his staff, someone to do something, he tells his second in command, who passes on the message, until he goes to an enforcer who actually does it. The enforcer has no control and no power. He's answered to seven people before him until he gets to the king. The one that's furthest removed is the one that's in the most power. So too here with Hashem. Hashem is the, the most powerful. He continues on Rabbi Bach, and he says, now that we understand what tracks, so now we understand the whole picture, I'm going to give you, there are ten building blocks. There are ten different levels of betachon. And he explains them as... Similar in some ways to a child. When a child's first born, a child only knows of its mother's breast. Because that's all it relates to, and that's where it feels it's getting sustenance, and that's where it's comfortable from. As it gets a little older, it realizes there's a mother behind this. And the child goes and relies upon the mother. Then the child says, there's a father. The mother is turning to the father and relying upon the father. So the child relies upon the father. Then the child realizes the father has certain inherent powers, certain inherent strengths, and he's able to get his parnasa from something, and he relies upon his own strength and says, I can do what my father does. Then the child goes and has a means that brings him money, whether it's a boss, whether it's he collects money, whether it's that he works for himself and his job, but he relies upon that. And that becomes his next level. The sixth level is when a person grows a little more and realizes there are some things that are out of my control. And he starts relying on Hashem. But he relies on Hashem only for the things that are out of his control and power. he says, you know what? I don't need to take a dangerous job anymore. I can go and do something comfortable because I know Hashem is gonna take care of me. He doesn't require me to do this. The seventh is when the person realizes I'm gonna even rely upon Hashem for things where I could strategize. I could come up with my own ideas. But you know what, I realize that if I rely on Hashem, I'm much better off. The eighth is when a person says, I rely on Hashem 100% in everything. And he starts serving Hashem. He starts saying, Rebo Hashem, I wanna get attached to you. I wanna become close to you. I'm gonna serve you, I'm gonna be an Ebed Hashem. Then he grows to the ninth where he says, not only am I gonna do this, I want this. I want everything that Hashem wants. Not only that, I want the gazeros any decree, even if there are decrees that seem to be harsh, things that are challenging. So I want them, nothing else. God, all I want is whatever you choose from me because I know you want what's best for me. And the 10th and final step, is when a person gets to the level where he's totally removed from this world. He gets to the point where he's disgusted with this world. He doesn't want what's in this world. He understands that this is not what life is all about. He understands that life is not for Oum it's for Oum Haba, and he removes himself, and all he wants is to be bonded and tied to Hashem. He says, all I want in life, I want to be with Hashem. And closes Rabbi rabbinu b'achin and says, yisimenu God, please help me be one of the people who rely upon you. And in Sarum Lodino, that give yourselves over to the ju- judgment of Hashem. Banira b'nister are the things that are open. Everyone sees them, the things that are hidden. Baracham of it is mercy. Amen. And with that, we close Shara And we say, this is what we need. Our find, build to the level of where we want to have that connection. We want that tie to Hashem.